If you're tuning into this podcast, it shows you care a great deal about your child's health. So I want to share with you my video course on nutrient supplementation for children that I just published on udemy.com. If you check the description of this episode for the link to my website where you can sign up to my mailing list, as soon as you sign up, I'm going to send you a voucher so that you can get this video course for free. And in the course, I'm going to discuss the most important supplements for children and how to pick quality supplements, how to avoid poor quality ingredients, how to avoid potentially harmful extra ingredients, and basically how to steer clear of the marketing ploys designed to sell us inferior quality supplements. So I hope that you get value out of this course. I'm sure that if you apply the knowledge you learn in it, you will save not just time researching these supplements, but also money. And most importantly, you will get the best quality supplements that your budget will allow so that you can provide your child with the nutritional support that they need. So check out the description for the link to my website where you can sign up to my mailing list. And as I said, as soon as you sign up, I'll send you the the coupon to get the course for free. And if you do sign up, please let me know how you find it. If there's any other information you would like me to include or any other feedback, I would be very grateful if you could send me that. Thank you. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you in a little bit more depth about gut healing and pathogen protocols. So as I keep repeating, this is one of the most important areas for you to work on improving your child's gut function. We know that the research has shown that Gut dysfunction has been associated with increased autism severity, increased irritability, uh, sleep problems, increased anxiety, and even certain challenging behaviors such as aggression to self, aggression to others, and these uh, kind of oppositional defiant behaviors. So improving the the gut, it will have tremendous benefit for your child's physical health, but you also have amazing benefits for their mental health and you might even see some uh, improvements in behavior so extremely important to say the least that's why i keep reiterating this in my book and on the podcast and whenever i talk to parents this is the the one area that i keep telling them is something they need to work on most importantly like because i already said is you won't know it's not one of those things where you can trust your intuition and say, my, my, my child's stool looks fine, uh, they're pooping every day, it doesn't smell bad, too bad or whatever, it looks fine. And you might say my instinct is that there's no gut dysfunction, but we know that things like candida, they can be running rampant and you won't have any physical symptoms. And bacteria... It can be running rampant, things like Clostridia bacteria that can be detected on the organic acids test. It can be running rampant, causing damage in your child's body and causing behavioral changes. And you won't, if you look at the child, you will never guess because these things are hidden. Inflammation is hidden. Immune irregularities are hidden. Food sensitivities are very often hidden. So this is why testing is so important. So. Let's say you have done either an organic acids test or a stool test at this point, and you've identified some pathogens, and now you want to support your child in eradicating those pathogens. 
and improving their gut function. So the steps are, number one, implement the pathogen eradication protocol. So your practitioner will design a protocol based on the, on the tests. And most often this will be some herbal antibacterial, anti-parasitic, anti-fungals or antibiotics and probiotics in all cases. So whether or not you go for herbals or antibiotics largely depends on how heavy the infection is. Obviously more life-threatening, heavy infections, antibiotics are the, the best option, but no doubt about it. There is definitely a place for antibiotics, but more often than not, you will use some type of herbal formulation to support a more gentle um, eradication of the pathogen. So there's a great product called Biocidin from Biobotanical Research, and it's it's a very popular option because it's it's a liquid. It's made of various herbs, and it tastes nice. And you can give you can give your child the drops very easily. So it's a great product. So you would use that probiotics. That would be the base the baseline pathogen protocol, and then you would augment that with a few other supplements. So for example, you would add digestive enzymes. Now this is important because you want to ensure that your child can digest their food as fully as possible so that no larger undigested particles can end up in the bloodstream where the immune system will perceive them as bad guys and start attacking them. And now every time your child eats the food that those particles came from, there will be inflammation caused by the immune system. So you want to reduce that as much as possible because that inflammation is not health promoting and it certainly will not speed up the healing of the gut, it will slow it down. So you want to ensure food is digested as well as possible, especially if there has been inflammation, if, if there, there has been an infection, there is very likely to be damage to the intestinal lining and the intestinal cells, they secrete enzymes to help digest food. If they're not able to do that because they're damaged, this is, you understand the rationale for adding digestive enzymes. Now, of course, if you have done a food sensitivity test, you would remove all the highly reactive foods from the diet for at least three to six months. And when you introduce them later, you would do so one at a time. See how your child, um, if there's any physical or behavioral changes when you do that, right? Of course, you would remove other inflammatory factors such as environmental toxin exposures to heavy metals and chemicals. These also, heavy metals and chemicals also can cause inflammation and increase leaky gut or intestinal permeability. So these are the basics, right? Um, other supplements you can add to the protocol would be glutamine, the amino acid. The, the intestinal cells use glutamine as their preferred fuel source. So when you add glutamine powder as a supplement, you are giving your child's gut cells food. So they're able, to, when they have energy, they're able to do their job better. So glutamine is another important supplement that your practitioner might recommend. Now, omega-3s, they should be part of your child's daily uh, supplement stack because they're just, they have these anti-inflammatory properties. They're good for the brain, um, just neurodevelopment. They're extremely important. So they should be part of your child's daily protocol. If they're not, you would certainly add them to the gut healing protocol. Then, of course, collagen, which contains the amino acid and glycine. That's another great addition to the protocol. If you can make bone broth, that is a, that's a great source of collagen and glycine. So adding that to the protocol is good. 
minerals, vitamins, just a, basically a clean, healthy, organic diet. And of course, you would augment that with certain mineral and vitamin supplements or so a multivitamin to cover potential nutritional deficiencies or inadequacies in the diet. Uh, zinc, more often than not, additional zinc supplementation is a very good idea. Additional calcium and magnesium. And then actually melatonin, you may know as it helps your child sleep or fall asleep better, faster, but actually melatonin also has properties that make it good for the gut. So your practitioner may recommend that, especially if your child is having trouble sleeping. You know, obviously not as a long-term solution, but in the short-term, melatonin can really help the protocol. So those are a few supplements that you might... I suppose what I'm doing with this episode is just giving you a, a picture of what what it actually means to improve your child's gut function. What are those activities that you need to do? What are the things you need to remove from the diet or the lifestyle? And what is it that you need to add? So things you would remove are inflammatory foods, processed foods, foods that your child is sensitive to shown, shown on a test. Obviously, if, if yeast is a problem, they thrive on sugar. So you remove sugar from the diet as much as possible. So yeah, junk foods, that, that really needs to go while your child's uh, gut function is improving. And then supplements, nutrition, nutrients, adding that in, as well as health-promoting foods, things like um, pastured, organic meat, eggs, uh, organic vegetables, some fruits, things like that. So that's the big picture on the gut healing and pathogen protocol. You need to identify the pathogens first, design a protocol with more often than not herbs and uh, probiotics, add the addition of supplements, uh, so that may be digestive enzymes, omega-3s, zinc, glutamine, so on. Remove the inflammatory foods, add organic foods, add health-promoting foods. So this is really the, the core of the protocol. So when you think about it, why wouldn't you do this all anyway? Why wouldn't you remove the junk foods as much as possible, the sugary uh, kind of crappy foods out of the diet? Why wouldn't you add supplements to help your child grow and develop better? So th these are a lot of these, when you actually do, do the research into the kind of health issues that autistic children suffer from, these are pretty much just common sense. However, common sense is not so common. And common knowledge is actually what well, it might be common knowledge in a small community of practitioners or parents, but the overall larger autism community are still very much unaware of how important these things are. So I hope that with with this podcast, with as I continue to, to improve how I deliver my message to you, I hope that you can learn a lot. And, in, and of course, I hope that you would implement a lot of this into your child's health building program so that they can really thrive and grow and develop as well as they can. So I hope that you found this episode useful and I hope to see you on the next one.